Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Wednesday, November 13th. Uh, it's a relatively somber morning in terms of news flow and price action. So the S&P futures are down about uh, 14 to 15 points. Europe is down about 90 basis points. And most of the major Asian indices traded off. Uh, so it was pretty much a sea of red in Asia, sea of red everywhere this morning. Um, the wire services are kind of citing you know, relatively vague reasons. So quote unquote trade uncertainty and then quote unquote Hong Kong unrest. So not a real clear single reason. Um, a lot of articles seem to be referencing the Trump speech from Tuesday midday. Um, you know, that speech was sort of acrimonious in tone. Um, it didn't really contain any new information, though. So it was sort of a status quo update. And if you remember, the U.S. S&P uh, yesterday came for sale when that speech hit, um, but then kind of rebounded a little bit in the afternoon. So I don't really think that speech changed as much as far as the trade narrative is concerned. There was a Wall Street Journal article that that dropped after the U.S. closed last night. Um, right, pretty much right when Asia opened for trading, um, that was a little bit more cautious. So it just talks about how there still is not any consensus between the U.S. and China about rescinding tariffs as part of the phase one deal. So which tranche of tariffs would be rescinded at what time? Um, so that still has not been settled. Um, and that obviously is a major sticking point. That is China's really only demand that they, that they are really, um, eager to have at least some tariff relief. So, you know, and this gets to my whole real concern with the market right now when it comes to phase one, where I, I do think there will be a phase one. I, I do think you'll probably see at least some tariffs be rescinded, um, but that is already the consensus expectation. So the bar is relatively high for phase one. It's just hard to see why or how that is an upside surprise at this point. Um, and I think the journal article um, just shows that the risks now are kind of skewed to the downside in terms of that agreement uh, coming to fruition. And it's, it's probably shaping up with the S&P um, up around 3,100, it's shaping up to be kind of a sell the news event. Um, so I would say that's probably the single most incremental piece of news that journal article just talking about how there still is a lot of disagreement around this whole issue of rescinding tariffs. Um, otherwise, the Hong Kong unrest, you know, this has been obviously a months long event. Um, the S&P has taken it mostly in stride. You could make the case that um, things did worse in the last 72 hours. Um, China state media overnight made some threatening remarks. That's not, you know, they've been making threatening remarks in the past. Um, you had, you know, Cathay Pacific cut its guidance again because of the unrest. So it certainly is uh, a headwind. Um, I don't know necessarily, though, if that's the reason for today's uh, sell-off specifically. There is this piece of legislation that is working its way through the U.S. Congress um, that would be supportive of uh, pro-democracy movements in Hong Kong and also would... Um, put Hong Kong's special trade status at risk, um, forcing the State Department to kind of recertify Hong Kong every year. Now, um, that wouldn't necessarily result in any change, given that the State Department is controlled by the White House. So it would be Trump's determination as to whether they would want to um, uh, eliminate this Hong Kong special trade status. However, I think just passing that legislation, if it comes to it, um, would, be, would be seen as very provocative by Beijing in the current environment. Um, and that could then uh, feed through and scuttle the whole trade negotiation process. So um, that's those are kind of the real big themes this morning. I would say just uh, you know China trade talks and then and then Hong Kong. Um, otherwise, not a ton to talk about in terms of incremental news. New Zealand central bank surprise markets; they left rates unchanged. The market was expecting a twenty-five basis point cut. Um, again, I don't think necessarily very relevant for U.S. markets. Although the New Zealand dollar is very strong on that news, um, I don't think you're going to see. You know, there was talk yesterday about. Called low, then they're going to float this uh, middle class tax cut plan. Um, I think it's exclusively a function of the election. I don't think there's any chance, um, absent a severe economic downturn, that you're going to get incremental tax cuts um, through Congress, at least before the election next year. 
Um, a couple of new polls out showing one of them has Buttigieg up uh, in the lead now in Iowa. Um, so he's been creeping up in Iowa now for several weeks, um, and he definitely could uh, pull an upset if the current trends uh, sustain. And then Biden still pulls very well in the in most of the other states. Um, you know, the next the next primary caucuses after Iowa would be New Hampshire, South Carolina, Nevada. Biden pulls well in all of them. Then you're on to, on to Super Tuesday. So um, if anything, I think you've seen kind of Warren, um, you know, if Warren were a stock, she's come for sales since she published that Medicare for All plan, which really, I think, was almost a eulogy for that entire idea, um, just laying out specifically how unrealistic it is. Um, and you've seen, you know, Biden holding strong and then and then Buttigieg creep, creep higher. Um, you know, a lot on the calendar for today. So Biden, I'm sorry. So Powell is testifying. Um, before joint uh, House Senate committee. I don't think this is going to be terribly incremental. You're going to see a lot of headlines, a lot of tape bombs, but he just gave a press conference at the end of October. Nothing really has changed from that press conference. You know, he signaled at that time that the Fed is largely done cutting, um, but he also set a very, very high bar for hikes. So I think that's going to kind of be the message that we receive from him today. Uh, the CPI at 8.30 this morning. Um, again, I don't think it's going to be terribly important for US equity markets, other than the fact that you know, when people say that there's no inflation out there, and that's you know something Trump has said, and then Kudlow has said, and other other economic officials in the White House, it's not really accurate based on the data. You you know, the U.S. is has seen firming inflation, and if you're using the CPI, which is not the Fed's preferred inflation reading, but you're talking about core uh, CPI now, you know, close to the highest it's been in years, a, a north of two percent. So, um, you know, I think the only thing the CPI will reveal is that you know there is inflation in the U.S. It's not you know that, and so the Fed. Um, doesn't have the capacity as as some would like maybe to just kind of cut um, aggressively further from these levels. Um, the public impeachment hearings are going to start today um, in the House. Um, you know, again, I think the market assumes that the House will eventually pass articles of impeachment and will go to the Senate for a trial and Trump will be acquitted. Um, I think the, the question really is whether or not you see any Republicans um, defect and either vote for the articles of impeachment in the House or vote to convict in the Senate. Um, but as far as kind of this whole process resulting in Trump being removed from office, I don't, that, you know, I think that's very unlikely. Um, and then after the close today, and these for me are going to kind of be the major um, pieces of news that I'm really looking for, or you get to start the October and earnings season. So Cisco starts things tonight, um, and then Walmart is tomorrow morning. Um, and those are really kind of for me the big events of the week. Um, and then just as far as the market is concerned, again, just circling back to the overall S&P, you know, I've been a broken record for several weeks, but I still feel the same way that um, you're, you, you know, you have elevated phase one expectations. You're expecting a lot now on the trade front. You're expecting the AutoZone tariffs not to go into effect. You're expecting a phase one agreement. You're expecting the Huawei waivers. Um, so you already have a lot of trade optimism embedded in the market. Um, and you're already, and, you know, and you're sitting at relatively stretched valuations, especially up at 3,100. So um, you know, 3050 to me is kind of where things are more appropriate, just based on the fundamental landscape. Um, and so that's that's my that's my view on the overall market. Uh, so that is everything for today. Um, and just a note, I have uh, I have the latest survey out today. If you could participate in it, that would be great. It's in the vital dawn this morning. Um, and then just a note on the podcast. Um, I'm using a platform that distributes to a variety of other platforms in the morning. Sometimes that distribution process does not occur instantly. Um, so I have some instructions in today's piece just about if you were not seeing it on your preferred platform, how to how to get it. It does not happen frequently. It's happened about twice since I've started doing it. Um, but just just a word on uh, the podcast distribution. Uh, so thanks, everyone, for listening.